Good morning. This is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct to my cell phone at 727-8977, or visit us on the web at kenmoreteam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. Mr. John McKay, turn turn the heat on. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We got our, we, you know, you and I jinxed us the last couple of weeks talking about how hot the weather was and how hot the real estate market was. The mild one weather. Of, one of those two things is still true. There was um, a 55 degree day in there somewhere. <laughs> well, the real estate market has not cooled off. And so we are we are good to go with that. Oh my goodness! But it is a we have to be on our toes out there. I heard one um, one property this week with seventeen offers on it. Wow, um, forty thousand above list price. So, folks, we are still seeing a very very competitive marketplace out there. That's crazy. It's a lot. It's, Forty? It, it, did you say? Um, Forty thousand over and um, sixteen, 16 offers, offers on the property, okay. and so it's just it's it's very very competitive. Um, if you have questions about what it takes to purchase in that scenario, please go to KenmoreTeam.com and shoot us a message, and we'd love to walk you through that and what you can expect as a buyer out there because. That can be kind of an emotional toll. You go through, you write a couple offers, you don't get those properties. Are you ever going to get a house? And 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 you are. And there's there's a strategy behind that and what we need to do. So if that is like seven other shows. Um, but yes, it it is out there for sure. Well, before we jump into our topic, we always like to start off with our crazy celebrity real estate story. And out of robreport.com this week, Rocky himself, Stallone, has put his Beverly Hills estate on the market wow. for $130 million. Mm. Um, just in case you were wondering, the tax bill alone is $125,000. A month? I, a year. Okay. Yes, is what is what the article quoted. Now, mind you, Stallone, they think, is going for a knockout. See what I did there, McKay? Yes. Um, <laughs> because the most recent comp to sell in his neighborhood was $40 million. Ooh. So he's only three times the most recent, the most recent comp in the neighborhood. Um, it does come, though, with its own Rocky Balboa statue um, mm. out, out by the pool and a 30,000-square-foot home with eight bedrooms and 12 bathrooms. Wow. Um, so the property is pretty incredible, um, but he's also asking a pretty incredible sales price for sure. Who are his neighbors, you might ask? Okay. Denzel, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Eddie Murphy, Rod Stewart, Magic Johnson, and Mark Wahlberg, to name a few in that neighborhood. Wow. Um, so if anybody wants to run out there and, you know, plop down $130 million on it, give me a call. I'll be glad to refer you to a great agent down there. 
Um, but we have to we have to get back to reality. And so we always like to come in with a local topic, what's going on in the real estate world and how we can relate that to the Tri-Cities. And what we've been, we have been helping out a large number of investors right now. Mm -hmm. People who have homes that they want to either convert to rentals or they've purchased single family homes to make into a rental. And so we turn that over to our property management division. And we have with us today in the studio, the managing broker of Kenmore Team Property Management, RJ Lang. RJ, welcome welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Good morning, John, and thanks for having me, Lance. Well, it's been a while, and you've been a busy guy. And so, but I wanted to get you back in here because property management during a pandemic, we, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. I mean, you you've been through, you've seen some stuff in the last year. There, there has been a lot going on. Okay. Yeah, definitely with this, uh, yeah, with this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before I do that, though, for people that don't know or who have never considered it before, um, what is what does property management look like? Like, um, you know, I've got my current house. I'm going to buy a bigger house. Maybe I want to keep this one as a rental. I go to your website. I give you a call, RJ. I put in an inquiry. What do your services look like for somebody in that position? Yeah, that's a great place to start. If you're looking to uh, upgrade to something bigger and uh, you have the ability to keep your house as an investment, uh, what we'll do is come in and let you know what it will rent for, a rental market analysis. So and make sure that the numbers fit for you. We'll walk through the property and make sure that um, everything that needs to be done or can be done to the property will we'll give you uh, some advice on things that maybe need to change or that we may need to update or upgrade so that taking it to the rental market, it's going to get the best return for what you're putting into it or what we're, what we're looking to do with it. Okay. And so... And so when that happens and someone says, gosh, yeah, you know, I, I, like, I like what I hear. That seems like a good rental amount. Um, we sign a contract with you. What does the owner have to do after that contract is signed? The best way we work with investors if they want to be hands-off. We're a full-service property management company. So what happens is you turn over keys, mail keys, and a voided check, and we take care of finding the tenants for you, quality tenants, with a third-party screening company. And then we make sure that the tenants are taken care of, that you receive your money on time, and that the property is maintained throughout the course of that that tenancy. Absolutely. So, so once I've signed that contract, it's if I want to be, it's pretty much just collect a check at that point. If that's how you prefer, that's how we would like to work with you best. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that I mean, it sounds attractive, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right. but I know I know there's a charge in there somewhere. Now, now I've heard and I know um, 
you have some flexible, much like we have on the sales side, you have some flexible rate uh, commissions in the property management. There is. There is uh, some flexibility with paying more up front. And after 10 months, if a tenant stays longer than that, then you end up making more in the long term. And since our tenancies average about 24 to 26 months, you're likely to, you know, choosing that package will be the best investment. But we also have that flexibility, as you said, to um, a, a lower lease fee with a higher management fee. And okay. the third option being more of a short-term situation where there's no lease fee, but there's a little bit higher management fee. So there is, like you said, flexibility in those fees. Yeah. And I, you know, and I appreciate the partnership we've been able to have there between, between the property management company and the, and the sales company. Um, I know a lot of times on the sales side, if people need a a short-term rental or they find a house that they do want to purchase, we have a program that allows them to leave their lease early um, and then we'll cover any shortfall for the owners when they, when they go to purchase. And that's just kind of unheard of in the industry. Yeah, yeah, that's great. When working with the Kenmore team and, and the property management division together, you can get out of your, if you have a year-long lease, you get out with no lease termination fee, and you just have to pay the rest of the rent for that month with the utilities, and uh, yeah, we get you into your new property, and you're and you're done. And then we t- we take care of the landlord on the other side of that transaction. Why we re rent the property? So it's a win. It's a win for the landlord also. Yeah. And well, we c- we couldn't. There is a that process we just described has a lot of moving parts to it. <laughs> and so because, you know, we've got a landlord we're taking care of, we've got a tenant that is getting, you know, a new property that they have to close on. And so the amount of communication to make that happen um, is a lot. But in this market, like people, a lot of times people are selling their houses. And we talked about when we did the intro, multiple multiple offers on many properties it might take two or three months to find a place where before people would try to line up a simultaneous closing this allows us to put somebody in a rental short term not have lease break fees for them and allow them the flexibility to find the perfect house that they're that they're looking for so uh, a lot to talk about with with property management now rj before we go to break i want to just kind of touch on our topic today that we wanted to get out there. And so, you know, we're not here to drag up the bad memories of the pandemic, which we're still in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But on a property management standpoint, things changed for you back in March. What what was your timeline like last year? And what was some of the stuff you were dealing with in the pandemic? A lot of it was... um making sure that everybody was informed of the resources that are available and things that were coming up and possibly happening. So what we were seeing and making sure that the tenants were notified if there was a problem to communicate that with us. And, um, you know, it, it ended up working out really well. A lot of, as we said in another program, moving parts with that and speaking with the uh, tenants and then relaying that to the owner, making sure everybody was on board and we were able to make that work. 
but it was it was just a lot more of that communicating and uh, making sure that everybody was was going to be working together. Because the thing that the thing that really freaked out the landlords and the thing that you see somewhat and I believe sensationalized in the media is that is the eviction moratorium. It's out there. People are talking about it. And as a landlord, it just kind of, I mean, we fielded tons of calls from landlords. And I know you were giving great video updates and talking about that. But from a landlord's perspective, they didn't want to get stuck paying a mortgage on a property every month and then having no income to offset that mortgage. I mean, did, did you hear from those landlords and, and how did they how did they navigate that? Yeah. Um, yeah. The eviction moratorium brought a lot of anxiety to the landlords and it, because it was there was no guarantee that uh, we could make the tenants accountable to pay rent. Gotcha. Right? And that notion by itself is going to be cause a lot of stress, right? Well, is my tenant going to pay rent this month was always the question. And as long as we were always communicating with the owners every month, you know, with either the payment or if there was communication with the tenant saying, here's the situation and when payments are going to be made, it helped out a lot with those those phone calls and, um, you know, allowing for a little bit of relief on that point. Absolutely. Well, you, you've done you've done a fantastic job navigating that for both for all parties involved in that situation. We're coming up on our first break. When we get back, we're going to have our pick three. We're also going to have a slant on investment properties that are out there that you might want to take a look at and talk some more about the eviction moratorium and resources for landlords and tenants right here on New Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. Today we've been talking with property management expert, managing broker, RJ Lang. RJ, thanks for the information before the break, talking about what you do to manage properties. And then we kind of started to go down that path of talking about the eviction moratorium, where we're at, what that means for landlords, what that means for tenants, and some areas, kind of some bright spots that we see coming for all parties involved down down the pipeline here. But before we do that, I know one of the things you do a lot of, and we always run out of time with the pick three, and so that's <laughs> that's why I mention it, is we, we do the pick three on the show, and normally we have, um, we have some residential resale houses that we do the pick three. But um, I did, when I emailed you, I said, RJ, why don't you bring a pick three? You work with a lot of investors where you help them purchase the property, prepare it to be put into the rental market, and then manage the rental. Do you have a pick three on the investor side um, that potential investors listening might want to look at? I do. I've got two that are uh, more of an intro investment deals and one that's a 
fourplex. So I've got one in Pasco and one in Richland. We'll talk about the 6616 Ebbets and Pasco coming available at 259 And I usually talk about monthly rentals because everybody wants to know what income they can bring in with a property that's a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. And this was built in... Um, Let's see, 1996, and that will go for uh, we can get 13.95 a month for that one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. So good. yeah, a decent good initial investment. And in the team, we like to call those our sweet spot properties. Okay. Yeah. So the 13.95 to 16.95 rent fairly quickly, and those are our favorites to work with. So, so then an investor doesn't have that long vacancy between tenants. The market segment is large for that you know one level three bed two bath you're right there's a lot of tenants that are looking to occupy properties like that okay Definitely. so that, that was one of your picks there yes. what else you got that's a good one and then we have the 349 sanford and this one is an older built in richland uh, three bedroom two bath it's 1200 square feet Forget this, two thirty-five, two hundred and thirty-five thousand. You, you're trying to sell these to investors. I need. To, I've got clients <laughs> that might want to buy these right. for themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's a good one for sure. That would be a good little entry level investor. It is this one bringing in twelve ninety-five a month, and um, so yeah, we take care of everything on that end, finding a tenant and making sure that uh, the property is well maintained and taken care of, so that you can just continue to cash flow on the property as well as build equity on. Okay, and if I want to make that jump to the next level with the fourplex, what do you got? I've got a property in Kennewick. Now, it's in an opportunity zone, and if you have questions about that, please reach out to us. It has some tax benefits, major tax benefits, but this is at 920 Entiet Avenue. It's a fourplex. They're all one-bedroom units for 390000 currently, So, and their income is 725 each unit, so 2900 per month on this one. Okay, and I have sat with some very intelligent people, smarter than I am. I should have them on the show. And they've talked about opportunity zones. And and there's a reason why it's called opportunity. There's an opportunity there. Um, if you were looking to, to park some money somewhere, uh, fourplex in an opportunity zone like that could have some big advantages to you. Like RJ said, Go to KenmoreTeam.com. Go to KenmoreTeamPropertyManagement.com. Shoot either of us a message. We'll get you in contact with the experts that that can help on that. Yes. Now, RJ, back to the subject we were talking to um, before we got sidetracked with the shiny objects and the fun <laughs> stuff on the on on the purchase side. We were talking about the eviction moratorium. Um, it's been extended a number of times. I mean, I remember back in October. I think that was like the fourth extension that where things started to change a little bit or we all started to wonder. What what's the timeline been since then, since October? Yeah, so back in October they were um allowing more of um hazard or problem tenants uh to allow to be 
evicted for non-compliant, those kinds of situations. Okay. So they were starting to be a little more lenient with those um, extensions and expansions. Uh, one in particular is you were able to send advance notices for future rent increases because you have to give 60 days notice on month-month contracts to increase the rent. This allows for you to give that 60 days prior to the moratorium expiration, but it will not take effect until that time, until it expires. So uh, interesting there. uh, And that was a big sticking point out there for the investors and the landlords. And, you know, in an area that it appreciated a lot, they started to feel like the rents were not reflective of the property values. And so, you know, I, I, there was a lot of chatter about that online and in the news articles and stuff that, that I would see. So interesting to see that they finally, at the end of last year, started to let some of that break loose. Right. And that was, that was a good kind of turning point in order to start to give momentum at least thinking more on the landlord side of things or how are we going to benefit the landlords a little bit and taking every, uh, everything away from them as far as the uh, ability to, you know, collect rents, I guess you'd say. Ab- a- abs- so. Absolutely. Now, I know we were very fortunate, and this is one reason why I wanted to have you have you on the show to, to mention, is that, you know, this problem has been really sensationalized in the media, and there's a lot of headlines about, you know, millions of foreclosures to come when the eviction moratorium is is lifted. And, you know, yes, did we have some people we had to do a lot more communication with? Did we have people in our portfolio, a, a handful that we had to help out and, and point in the right direction to get assistance with their rent? Um, but it was by no means like a major thing brewing within our portfolio. I mean, I mean, would you, would do I characterize that correctly? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I think a lot of people are like, Oh my gosh, this is going to expire. And you're going to see like all these people kicked out and on the streets. I mean, as a community, as a whole, congratulations to tri cities. We have, I mean, continued to operate, um, people have, you know, been communicating and, you know, yes, it, it was a lot of work. And I know, RJ, you, you know, you bore the brunt of a lot of that. But for the most part, you know, our portfolio has been very healthy. Um, and for the ones that aren't, you're trying to help them get rental assistance. What, what's the status of that? Do we even know? Yeah, so there's uh, – you can for tenants now apply for rental assistance. There's still programs out there that are funding uh, for you to pay your rents with assistance programs. Uh, they've introduced – since then, uh, they've introduced uh, this bill that where landlords should be able to apply for tenants and get rents paid. But they haven't – really stated the process for that or the application yet. So we're waiting on that and really anticipating for these tenants that maybe uh, just don't have the communication or aren't taking the action in order to get the rents paid. Yep, absolutely. So I guess if you're giving somebody advice, if you're a tenant listening and and the pandemic has affected you and you're, you're needing some help, like What's the action, action step for a tenant in that situation? Yes, that's a 
great question because we understand if if you get into these really troublesome situations that it can be paralyzing. Like so, the worst thing to do though is not to take any action. So communication is the best. So it's necessary to communicate the situation and work it out with the landlord and owners and then let them know that rent's not going to be on time or there's going to be a partial payment or you need a payment plan and stick to that plan and stick to communicating. There are rental assistance programs that likely the landlords or owners can point you in the right direction or if you're listening, obviously, reach out to us and we can point you in the right direction. But then you just apply for the assistance and then let them know that you got approved or the ones that I've seen apply have been approved. So awesome. I, haven't, I haven't seen many that have been declined any at all. That is, that is fantastic. And that's good to know that the money was available there and, right. and be, and being utilized. So that's, that's, that's huge for, for sure. And I think, you know, I'm sure the other side of that coin just goes with, um, landlords communicating also at the same time, letting them know, you know, they're there to talk to them about the situation and, and, and find a solution. I think we're all, I think we're, you know, on both sides of the coin, all looking forward to some normalcy in that market. Again, what is the current expiration set for on the eviction moratorium? So we're set for March 31st, and that's the date that it's supposed to expire. And we think that it, it more than likely will. Uh, in previous, we, we thought it would be extended because they didn't have a structure in place or any, any talks, really, of a way that they can end the moratorium. Right now, they have landlord and owner committees in the House and Senate that are talking about um, ways to structure an end of the moratorium. Gotcha. So, yeah. Good. So we're finally getting some language there to help out. Um, I'm sure you cannot wait because if property management wasn't necessary before the pandemic, we always said (laughs) with all the laws and the landlord rights and tenant rights and stuff, having somebody that's in this every single day knows the deadlines, you know, like the back of their hand was awesome. And then you throw on all new changing extensions and expirations and stuff, RJ, holy smokes. If someone didn't need property management before, um, I think they probably feel like they need it now. So if you have any questions about what those timelines are, you were listening and you missed those or or what you can do in your current situation, um, give it. Give us a ring. Give us a call. Shoot us an email. And we're glad to. If we don't know the answer right off right off hand, we're going to get you to the right person that that does that does for sure. Well, RJ, as always, um, thanks for coming in and thanks for all you do for mm-hmm. property owners and landlords and tenants and people that need places places to live. So um, it looks like we're going to be in business another week or two. Yeah. People still need to rent homes and, mm-hmm. and buy homes. And regardless of that, we will be back here next week. Right here on News Talk 870.